0: This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news. Thanks to Race Fuels, from supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it, and fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus.
1: Coming up, expletives deleted, Erebus boss blasts pit lane poachers. Why Roland Dane just can't stay away all-star champ ready and raring for supercars. Plus, supercars confirmed standout and New Zealand rounds.
0: All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty.
1: It was a wild weekend at the Darwin Triple Crown. Despite complaints that the increased tyre pressure hurt close border racing, there was plenty of drama and action at Hidden Valley in the fierce heat. The upshot of it all? Shane Van Gisbergen's title defence took a hit as Anton Di Pasquale scored his first win of the year and led a DJR podium plunder. SVG still has a healthy points advantage, but at the halfway mark of the Supercars Championship, he's not looking so invincible. And what about Chaz Mostert's masterful performance in the final race? That was an upset win for the ages. With some consistency, Mostert could muscle his way back into title contention. Meanwhile, speculation persists in the Supercars paddock that Will Brown has been targeted by DJR to replace Will Davison next year. Both Brown and Brody Kostecki are up for a renewal at Erebus Motorsport and moves to poach either or both have incited team boss Barry Ryan. Talk that DJR wants brown is a particular sore point as Dee Pasquale was lured from Erebus to replace Scott McLaughlin. In colourful language reminiscent of his famous expletives-laden outbursts in the Erebus TV doco series a couple of years back, Ryan has blasted the pit lane poachers. In a Parked Up Plus exclusive, he vented to Grant Rowley future our drivers, I'm, I'm confident, they'll be, confident they'll be here for a long time. Like, you know, we,
0: we sign them up as rookies and I hope the loyalty's there. And um, as far as I'm concerned, the loyalty will be there. They've, they're both talking about long-term, we're all talking about Gen 3 and how we can be the best team in pit lane. So unless somebody, um, unless one of them is talking shit or wants to do something different to what we've been discussing, well, um, yeah,
2: I'm not sure nice that they're showing interest or you know however talk starts it's you know it must be give a little bit of confidence that you've got guys who others are interested in
0: yeah my my honest opinion is have some Balls and do it yourself. Get some young guys in the sport and create your own path, not use our path. Like, you know, getting Anton getting post sort of pissed me off because he wouldn't have been in the sport without us. That's my honest opinion. Will and Brody wouldn't have been in the sport probably now without us. So, you know, just find your own f- drivers.
1: Amid discussion of Davison's future at DJR, he's making a very persuasive argument to be resigned for at least another year with his age-defying form. Davo is the pace king so far this season with six pole positions, plus a race win and plenty of podiums. He's fourth in the championship and has kept the pressure on ADP, long touted as the next supercar superstar. Speaking of DJR, there will be another race engineer swap at Townsville next month. Mark Fenning returned to guide Davo in Darwin, standing in for Richard Harris, away on paternity leave. Harris will be back at Townsville when we understand Fenning will switch to ADP as Ludo Lacroix will be on a home visit to France. While Triple H's Bathurst wildcard entry will be orchestrated by Jessica Dane, she'll have familiar help for the big race. It's her project, but as she revealed to Grant Rowley, Her famous dad will be running the show once they get to Mount Panorama in early October. It's
3: a really good challenge. It's something that I'm really enjoying so far because all I've ever wanted to do my whole life is be useful at a racetrack. And that can take various shapes and sizes. So at normal supercars, race weekends, I just chip in wherever I can help and that's... um, that could be anything from catering to pit tours to helping wrangle drivers for appearances um, but now at super two race weekends i'm actually team manager um, and in between race weekends as well of course um, and it's it's a really good challenge i love learning i love pushing myself and it's It's a great opportunity to learn a different side of the sport that I haven't had too much to do with so far, but while it's a big learning curve I'm also realising that I know more than I actually thought that I did, so that's always reassuring as well.
2: It's going to make the Bathurst 1000 a real tough one for you, running the wildcard program plus the Super 2 guys, how are you going to manage things there?
3: (laughs) There is a lot going on that weekend, Um, plenty of balls in the air to juggle, but I've got a really good crew around me to support, and also um, RD uh, Roland is back on deck for the wild card, so he's kind of he'll really be kind of heading it up when we get there. But I'm, of course, in true you know true RD spec. It's everything in the lead up that I'm looking after, and then when we actually get there, he'll be he'll be the bloke in charge, I should think, and making sure everybody knows where they're going and what they're doing, and nobody puts a toe out of line.
2: He just couldn't help himself, could he? He had to come back.
3: Well, we actually had to talk him into doing it. It was um, when I took on Super 2, we realised that it was going to be an awful lot to juggle on the same weekend if we really want to do really well on both uh, both fronts, Super 2 and Wildcard. So we knew we needed an extra pair of hands and uh, RD was just hanging around, dying for a job. But uh, yeah, it took took some convincing to come back.
1: (laughs) Roland Dane is supposed to be retired, but clearly he cannot stay away. He told Grant why he's coming back again to run Craig Lowndes and rookie Declan Fraser in the Bathurst 1000.
2: So they couldn't keep you away. You'll be back effectively team principal for the super cheap auto Bathurst wildcard.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't actually been very far. I did the um, uh, I ran the Kenny Hubble number 75 car at... Um, at, uh, at the Bathurst 12-hour, um, where 888 ran that car and they asked me to team manage it. So, um, and I want to keep that 100% record going for the balance of this year. <laughs> now, I said, I said I'd, um, I'd help out with the, with the wild card. Uh, I, I really enjoy the concept. Yeah, that was a super cheap idea from 18 months ago or whatever. Uh, and um, I enjoy the concept, I'm glad that um, the team there and the team at Triple Eight have managed to put, put it together again. Declan fits that model perfectly um, as one of the drivers and of course Lounsey as the experience partner um, makes it yeah really strong. So. Um, and with all due respect to Russell, um, I think Yeah, Lansley hasn't had a break in his first career, so he'll be quicker than Russell was, um, and, and Declan will, um, will hold his own as well, so I think it'll be a great combo. Um, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to, to
2: being at the track, um, getting it done. I guess you guys have a lot going on. Your two regular cards, the wild card, the two Super 2 cars as well. Uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy, you know, getting your hands dirty again in that team principal role. But at the end of the day, like, you know, someone needed to come through and help and help get it done. It's a big workload. Well, the,
0: most of the work will get done by other people. I've, I've always believed yeah, no point in having a dog barking yourself. So the, um, a lot of people at 888, including Jessica and co, will do a lot of the preparation work. What I need to do is try and make sure that we don't drop our standards, that we pre- uh, prepare properly, keep it simple, work with the, um, with the Red Bull crew uh, very closely uh, in terms of what they're up to, and uh, feed off them and, and just do our, our job at the track uh, in a simple, straightforward fashion without making mistakes uh,
1: as much as we can. More after this short break.
3: Hey there, race fans. We think Parked Up is great, but if you need a change of pace and tone, tune into the Girls on the Grid podcast with Priya Richards and Tanea McLeod. It's all motorsport, but spoken from a female point of view. Girls on the Grid, every Monday on all your favourite podcast platforms.
0: You're listening to Parked Up Plus.
1: Welcome back. Joey Mawson has joined an elite of double gold star winners, clinching his second straight Australian Drivers' Championship in Darwin. The S5000 series ended prematurely as organisers plan a reset with the revived Tasman Championship at the end of the season. Now, Mawson is a super talent who deserves to be in supercars. And as he told S5000 commentator Richard Crowell for Parked Up Plus, that's his aim.
4: Joey, two-time Australian Drivers' Champion. How does that feel?
5: It feels amazing. feels amazing. I mean, we had uh, one objective at the start of the season, which was to go back-to-back. Um, yeah, a few up, up and downs throughout this season. I mean, we didn't start off in the best foot after Vincent incident with Slady at Round 1, and we had to play catch-up all year. But, um, yeah, it hasn't really sunk in. It's a bit more relief at the moment. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure after we go out and celebrate with the team tonight, it'll definitely start to sink in a bit more and as the days come.
4: You're just the ninth driver in the 60 season history of the Gold Star to win a title back to back.
5: Yeah, it's. I mean, to be a part of history is is absolutely amazing. It's. Um, it means a lot to me, and especially to do it here in my home country. I mean, it's. Um, it's. It's very special to have my mum and dad here. So. Um. And and a few friends. So. Yeah, I just. Uh, I can't believe it's happened again. Uh, I really can't wait for it to really properly sink in.
4: Standout of the season for you? Uh, on paper, the Grand Prix was super important from a championship points perspective.
5: Absolutely. I mean, I remember going into the weekend, uh, Mark Rundle, my team boss, told me this weekend is going to make or break the championship because you got all these extra cars. So you're either going to win a lot of points or you're going to lose a lot of points. So you got to make sure you're on it this weekend. And um, that was my best weekend to date in the S5000 Championship, and um, it really, really paid off. So um, yeah, very uh, grateful that it, it worked out.
4: And if anything, the competition this year was tougher. James Golding, as always, fast, and you two have got a great rivalry. Matt Crow always there, but then we had young guys like Cooper Webster who became a legitimate title contender this year.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, on on track, Jimmy was mainly my main rival. I mean, in the championship, it turned out to be Timmy throughout the year, but, um, you know, on paper, uh, Jimmy was probably the quickest throughout the season and um, we are definitely battling with him. And, you know, young Cooper Webster did a fantastic job this season. I think he ended up second in the championship, so hats off to him. Um, he's been really good and, I, uh, you know, Uh, Very grateful to drive with uh, really good competition throughout the season.
4: I remember you telling me last year you you came back here to reboot your career and you've won two championships in under two years. Uh, How significant is this for you?
5: Um, I mean, the gold star, you know, you're in the history book, so it's it's very special for me. Um, You know, my end goal is to end up in supercars, so I hope uh, these two championships, uh, you know, put me forward towards that goal. Um, So, yeah, just... um, taking it all in going to enjoy this championship now and then uh, focus ahead of, for what the future holds
4: and just a word for your team that you've been with now for two seasons they've won their eighth gold star which is the most of any team in the history of the war that's a, a huge thing for them as well
5: absolutely i mean to make history together with my team team brm um, it's fantastic and uh you know i really have to thank those boys particularly in tasmania at the start of the season when they really put me into the championship hunt getting me out the grid in uh, in race three for the main race um I've got to thank all my supporters, Alibar, Form 700, uh, the podium group who gave me a career um, to get me to this point, obviously mum and dad and uh, my partners.
1: Last week, it was announced that the Formula One Australian Grand Prix is set through 2035. Great news for fans, but with F3 and F2 joining the programme, maybe not so good for local support categories. The AGP won't be next year's Formula One season opener but the new extended contract guarantees at least five first rounds and early races for the rest. Supercars has been the main support category almost every year since Adelaide in 1985. So, where do the V8s fit in to this new long-term contract? Well, Supercars is set for next year, but beyond then requires a new deal. Both the AGP organisers and Supercars expect a long-term renewal. As predicted previously here, Supercars has also confirmed the Sandown and New Zealand rounds are going ahead. We also understand the Adelaide 500's return will be confirmed on Thursday. It'll be the season finale in early December, with the Newcastle 500 coming back as next year's first round back after this brief message.
3: Racing cars need racing fuel and race fuels is the best, most convenient way to power through your next meeting. Our famous Elf Race 102 is the control fuel of choice for the Touring Car Masters. It's available at the Bowser's at Sydney Motorsport Park and the Bend and it's available in Drums at Winton. Imported direct from France, Elf Race 102 is affordable horsepower. For more details head to racefuels.com.au
0: You're listening to Parked Up Plus.
1: And we're on the home straight. As well as the Darwin Triple Crown, Formula One and MotoGP starred over the weekend. Here's Grant Rowley again with a wrap-up of all the action.
2: Formula One returned to Canada for the first time in three years, and it was Max Verstappen who claimed a narrow victory over Carlos Sainz. A late safety car ensured an enthralling battle in the final laps with Verstappen fending off the Ferrari to score a narrow win. Lewis Hamilton finished third in what is only his second podium of 2022 ahead of Mercedes teammate George Russell and former world title leader Charles Leclerc who fought back from 19th on the grid following his engine penalty. Australian Dan Ricciardo qualified inside the top 10 but finished 11th after persistent brake problems in his McLaren. Verstappen continues to lead the world title from Sergio Perez, who remains in second place despite a transmission problem early in the Canadian Grand Prix. In MotoGP, it was Fabio Corderaro who took victory in the German Grand Prix at the Saxon Ring. The Frenchman was too good for countryman Johann Zarco, while Australian rider Jack Miller rounded out the podium. Fellow Aussie Remy Gardner finished in the points, crossing the line 15th. While the heat of Darwin saw three sensational supercars races, there were some quality support events, including Carrera Cup, S5000, Superbikes, and the Australian Drag Racing Championships. In Carrera Cup, Dale Wood took two wins to get his season back on track, while Harry Jones took the other win. Wood collected the most points for the round ahead of Jones, who continues to lead the title. Dylan O'Keefe was third overall. The big winner from S5000 was Joey Morrison, collecting his second Australian Driver's Championship prize, but it was Aaron Cameron who claimed the round win. Supercars team owner Peter Zibris was a popular winner in Top Fuel at Hidden Valley, while Chris Matheson won Top Fuel bike and Kelvin Lyle won Top Door Slam. In Superbikes, Mike Jones claimed two race wins to secure the round spoils ahead of Troy Herefoss and Brian Starring. So that's the racing news from home and abroad. I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus.
1: Finally, the Darwin Triple Crown was Supercars TV boss, Nathan Prendergast's farewell. He's off overseas to run the new Supercross World Championship broadcasts, as we revealed exclusively a couple of months ago. From drag racing commentary to Supercars production to broadcast executive. Prendergast has made motorsport look good on our screens. He leaves supercars with a world-class broadcast, handing over to longtime deputy David Tunnicliffe. Prendergast's Darwin farewell included the finale of the Australian Top Fuel Drag Racing Championship, of which he was a co-promoter. He lifted the game of motorsport broadcasts in this country, making them equal at least of any other major motorsport. So, that's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and another special guest on Thursday for more discussion and debate on local and international racing. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening.
3: You've just listened to another Network R Production.